What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to uh, Monday. Uh, well, we have Hakeem Jeffries coming out. He is, of course, the leader of the House of uh, uh, Democrats. He has said, Jim Jordan, if you if the Republicans pick him, it's a triple down on extremism. Really, <laughs> Hakeem, is that what that is? Uh, you need to call your uh, House member today because there are stories out now that the Republicans are actually talking about brokering a deal with the Democrats to find maybe a very conservative Democrat or a very liberal uh, Republican that the Democrats can vote for. Are you kidding me? Really? I mean, if this happens, I mean, how could you possibly ever vote for a Republican again? Honestly, the Freedom Caucus and everybody else should just leave the rotting carcass behind. Well, we'll find out what happens. Call your congressman today. They're in caucus today. The vote is tomorrow. Jim Jordan, I don't know. He's pretty darn extreme. He wants to hold people accountable and not spend so much. (laughs) I know. I know. That's crazy, isn't it? More in just a second. First, uh, we Americans are hardworking people. We're also... A money spending people and unfortunately now is a time when spending a lot of money money maybe isn't the best uh, choice bills have to be paid and if you've got something like credit card debt it's bleeding you dry pretty fast most likely at 20 25 percent interest rates the government is not on your side the banking industry is out of control here's what you need to do If you have a mortgage and your back is up against the wall, I want you to consider going and calling the people at American Financing. The people they're helping get that huge credit card debt off of their books and, you know, pay for it at 7%, not 25%. And if you roll it into your mortgage, it's all tax deductible. That stretches your savings, and they're already saving people about $700 every single month. Talk with one of their salary-based mortgage consultants now. American Financing, 800-906-2440. They're waiting for your call now. 800-906-2440. Or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Well, hello, Stu. Hi, Glenn. Welcome. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you for welcoming me you're in welcome. hour three of the you're, program. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't really want to talk to you, talk to you, or even look at you for the first two hours. Okay, huh. but that's, that's you know, better the reaction went, than I get from most people. Yeah, I kind of went numb inside. Let me go to uh, Jason. Hello, Jason. You're on the Glenn Beck program. <laughs> oh, Mr. Beck, uh, I'm lifetime listener. Uh, don't have a chance to call in very often, but. I uh, am going to be coming to your event, uh, Keeping the Covenants, here in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I happen to have uh, some extra tickets that I got for the purpose of hoping to get one of your radio listeners that is from the state of Utah that would like to come and see the event. I'd like to give away. I, I tell you what, wait, 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 wait. I tell you what, because we can't, we can't do that. But uh, put them on hold. Tell them to get in touch with uh, Rod Arquette at KNRS. And maybe Rod can give them away. I'm there on Thursday. 
uh, I think. And you can go to, uh, I don't know, what is that event thing? Yeah, Eventbrite. And just search for Glenn Beck and get your tickets. Um, all right, let me go to Josh. Hello, Josh. Welcome. Hi, Glenn. Thanks Hi. for taking my call. Thank you. I've uh, been listening to you for about 22 years since oh. the day I got clean and sober. Wow. Travel. I traveled on the road to, uh, I live in northern Maine. I traveled daily to the methadone clinic uh, for quite a few years and found you on the radio, and you've been in quite an inspiration. Wow. And and you were listening to the, and you you didn't need methadone eventually, even though you listened to this program. Uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That must have been a hard it, journey. It it was. It yeah, was. And it's, it's uh, you know, there's been good, good and bad, uh, just like everyone, I guess. Yeah. We, I, I wanted to, uh, the reason I've been trying to speak with you uh, for the past couple of years is uh, in December of 2022, I lost my best friend and business partner to suicide. Oh, uh, six months later, we lost my 18-year-old nephew to suicide. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, through all of this, we've started a a group called Stay for Life. Um, we're trying to raise awareness for men's mental health and suicide prevention. Uh, it's just become a crisis in our country right now. Uh, there's so little hope for people. What is your uh, what is your organization's name? Stay for life. Mm. F O R or the number? F O R. Okay. And is it dot org? Dot org, yes. Okay. I'm gonna look into it. Um I tell you, there is I mean, you want to talk about nobody paying attention to suicide, uh men's suicide. I mean, that's like saying, white men suicide, let's care about it. Nobody doesn't care about that. Um, but I, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, our suicide rate in this country has gone up 25% in the last 10 or 12 years. 25%. In anything else, if we had heart disease go up by 25%, we had, you know, uh, blindness, cancer, anything going up by 25%, Everyone would be saying it's an epidemic. And what's crazy is no one's saying it's an epidemic except for those who are experiencing it, except for citizens. Do you see the, you know, American Medical Association? They'll come out all the time and tell us, you know, hey, you know what? This gender affirming stuff, it's great. They're coming out with all kinds of stuff. But I don't hear them coming out on and saying this is an epidemic, it is an epidemic. And uh, I, Josh, I wish you all the the luck in the world. What is, what does your organization do? Uh, well, we we're uh, in the infancy stages. Um, it's my wife, my sister, um, her husband, and myself. Uh, we're the, our biggest. Uh, program right now that we're trying to get off the ground is a peer uh, men's peer support group uh just a place where guys can get together and and talk about what's going on i mean it's 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 they can't people can't even get into counseling it's it's 19 months sometimes to get into a counselor that's crazy even 
when people do want to talk and try to get better. Josh, keep following your heart and your spirit on this and, uh, and um, don't give up. Don't give up. There's so many good things that are worth living for. And even the hard things, if we, if we will look at these times as we will see in our day, we will watch, and maybe it's you, maybe it's somebody else, we will watch the icons of tomorrow emerge because they only really emerge in strife, you know? Otherwise, we're all eating donuts. And, well, okay, I'm eating donuts. But when there's real strife, that's when heroes appear. And they're not heroes, you know, they, they don't, they don't, they're probably people just like you who don't want to do the things they do. They just, they reach a limit and they're like, okay, I can't do that anymore. I can't do, I can't, whatever it is in life. Um, and, uh, and Josh, possibly that is, is you, an icon of the future. Um, if you are struggling with something, uh, especially suicide, I know I've been there. I've, I've had multiple family members struggle, and some of them fail in their struggle. So I know exactly what it is, but I'm telling you right now, life is worth it. It really is. And as somebody who has been there, I had a bridge abutment with my name on it. I lived in Louisville, Kentucky, and there was an overpass. I mean, I, I can see it. And every day I drove by that to and from work. And I actually, in a sick sort of way, prayed that I would have the strength to drive into that bridge abutment. Um, thank God I didn't. Thank God I didn't. Life's worth it. Go ahead, I Stu. I know. You, the the, I the mean, amount of restraint I'm having in this moment is incredible. Like, I should be given an award for what just happened. I think this... I want, I want a, I want a festival set up in my of my honor right now. See, I said, icons I, uh, appear. That was a really tough moment uh, for him not to make a comment about. Can we get that bridge abutment on the phone? <laughs> ah! How can I introduce you to that? Yeah, I know. I know. I want to put up a plaque to the thing, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not gonna. That's that's not was not the spirit of the moment. It wasn't. So I held it back, wasn't. and I deserve a medal. Right. Okay. Boy, we'll give them out for anything now, won't we? <laughs> uh, if you're uh, uh, if you care about your dog, and I know you do, you want the best for your your animal. You want the best for your dog, or you know, male, female. It doesn't matter. Even those transgender dogs that are like, uh, don't call me uh, him anymore. Okay, I'm a they. Yeah, they got to eat, too. They got to eat. Kibble food is not cutting it. It is meant to last on the store shelves for like two years. And so they they cook it and they cook everything out of it. Imagine if you were living on stuff that could be on the shelf for two years. Okay, not 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 good. You'd be eating McDonald's and Twinkies and things like that. That's really not healthy, and it's not healthy for your dog. That's why you have to put the vitamins and the minerals and the probiotics, all the things that are so good for your dog, 
back into those uh, kibble food meals. Rough Greens can help you do that, and your dog's going to love it. In fact, uh, they want to send you the first trial bag for free just to make sure your dog loves it. Uh, get that first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping at roughgreens, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or you can call them at 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Tony in Florida. Hello, Tony. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Stu. Thanks for having me this morning. Sure. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to see you both carrying the torch and keeping the forging the path for all of us. I wanted to call this morning about what I call the Abortion Accountability Act. It ties into the plan that you have that would counsel mothers, show them the sonogram, try to do parental counseling, offer adoption. And if the woman would still choose to have an abortion after all of that, I think that they should also be held accountable. So I'm, I'm proposing that we get a bill going that after the first abortion, there would be a five-year mandatory birth control that would give the woman time for her life to maybe go into a different direction. It will give her a little bit of time to, to be ready to be pregnant again. And then after the five years, when the birth control comes out, if they come back again for a second abortion, after the counseling, after the sonogram, after the adoption, you know, after all of the the measures have been taken to try to help them birth the baby, if they choose to do the abortion the second time, I'm proposing that we uh, give them a tubal legotomy and that they would lose their okay. uh, ability to have babies. There we have young women that are filming themselves in abortion clinics, glorifying abortion, talking about this is my 12th abortion, and I, as soon as I get out of here, I'm going to have another one. <laughs> and we really have to trim these uh. numbers of murder down while we're talking about murdering people, people dying across the country, people dying from suicide. I just want us to keep focus on these babies. And I think that this, and I'm not talking about the, what, two to 3% of people who have been raped or people who have incest. Or, there are these, these minor factors that can come into play that we would have to take into accountability for as well. You're talking about the serial killing. You're, you're talking about the serial killing of children. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that there, we, you know what, you can't go to a, a grocery store and take a piece of gum without taking accountability for it. You can't jaywalk without having accountability for it. But yet we let senseless murders of our babies go on and on and on without any accountability whatsoever. So I feel like that we need to put some kind of strict measures in place that would, com- that would, that would curb the number of abortions. I'm thinking by the tens of thousands per year in our country, and maybe we can whittle this problem down to being non-existent. So that's my idea, Glenn. I'm curious to know what you have to say. Uh, gosh, Tony, it's Monday morning, uh, <laughs> and Stop. I'm not prepared for that. Look, here's here's what I think. I am uh, initially extraordinarily uh, adverse to tying tubes and things like that because certainly of the eugenics, government. the government yeah, they ordering. Don't, we don't it. want to get it's, in that business. It's really a, a bad, a really a bad thing. Um, however, I do appreciate the the ideas that you have on uh, trying to find a way to stop the serial uh, abortionists because they do exist. However, in small numbers, 
yes the, I mean, the ones not, who are, even the people who really heart abortion don't exactly look at it as a pleasurable process it's yeah. not a, it's not a fun thing to do right we looked this up at one point and there's no verification of this but the person who claims to hold the abortion record is like at 12 or 8 remember that <laughs> and it was <laughs> the record know, holder yeah um so it's it's it is unusual but i i do understand um the uh the concept of that and we just there has to be a way to change people's minds and then once minds and hearts are changed on this then then you can look at the outliers but we have a lot of people before those outliers that we we need to try to save yeah i mean look there is actually a bill called i think it's the Abortion Accountability Act or Pro-Birth Accountability Act or something in Georgia, which is basically their name for a, a six-week ban. Right. And we know that that policy, because it's in place in several states, is already cutting the abortions by tens of thousands. Now, yeah. look, I want it to be zero. I want that number to be zero. Right. I am not, uh, no, no real bending on the killing of children, frankly. But, you know, unfortunately, we don't have that. Uh, magic wand we don't have that magic wand and we don't have that consensus yet mm -hmm. short term you take every gain that you can get like what texas has done like what florida has done like what georgia has done and and minimize the amount of abortions in your states and then long term the only way to win this is to as you point out glenn win the hearts and minds of people i mean that sounds like so like i don't know ethereal but in reality like if a state reinstituted slavery right now there would not be a big slavery business because people have turned completely on slavery no one wants not everybody almost that would be like what yeah. but what we're talking about here on those who are the serial killers yes you know what i there mean there are some there are some there that would some. and you'd have to punish those. and you'd have to punish them that's why you don't make it legal right correct but correct. generally speaking there's no popular movement to uh have slavery return correct it's a really bad idea that everyone despises right except rightly so. for the world economic forum you keep going <laughs> yes, and I'm, i know i, I mean well, okay. I'm, I'm coming up with more and more exceptions generalized the irs is uh, probably like, we want treasury department eventually the long-term win is here for people to despise abortion and see it yes. as we see it and yes. when they do and that will happen right i think someday it will be viewed like it like slavery is today when that does happen you know you'll still have the laws in place you don't get rid of them but it, there won't be a desire for people to do the activity because everyone finds it as, as abhorrent as it is. That's and the, yet that's you how will you still be left. Like, for instance, we've been talking about this a lot today with Hamas. You know, we, we didn't go in and kill all of the Germans. We killed the Nazis. And with Hamas, we, you know, we don't, we, we don't have a vendetta to go kill all of the Palestinians, you know, because uh, you just don't do that. You kill those who are for killing others innocently um, and some innocents are going to be lost along the way. That's war. When it, the reason why we, um, we didn't put slavery in the declaration of independence, because it is in the first draft in Jefferson's own handwriting is because two States disagreed and it was South Carolina and Georgia, and they disagreed with it. And our founders thought it's not worth fighting a second revolution for we will just slowly phase this out now and they started after, doing that pretty quickly quickly yeah. immediately mm -hmm. um and they started fading it out but it 
when they died, that spirit just kind of went away. We, we, we have to look at what is the alternative. And the alternative is to go to war or to become dictators. And we don't want to do either one of those. So we work extra hard on the heart because we are making progress. We are making progress, big progress. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to tell you about a person named uh, Christy. In a world that often focuses on individual success and personal achievement, she's focused on making a difference in her personal life. She's volunteered at nursing homes. She serves food and clothing to homeless people with St. Vincent Paul Organization. Volunteers with a local Christian school for their Christmas Eve giving celebration. She just won the Humanitarian of the Year Award through the, Great, uh, the Greater Baton Rouge Association of Realtors. reason why I bring her up is she's a great person. And this is the kind of person that we look for. First, we look for somebody who really has the spirit of kind of you and me, what we, what we like, the people we like to hang out with. Then we make sure that somebody like Christy has the right experience and the right business practices to make sure that she's also a great business person with real estate that can actually get your home sold for the right amount of money and get you into the next home for the right amount of money. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You're going to find really great, competent people. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn and get 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We have Jeff in Arizona. Hello, Jeff. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, Glenn, thanks for taking my call. I want to warn you, you thought Tony had a big question for you. I got a big one. Oh, my head. You're going to have to fire up those brain cells here on Monday morning. All right. So this addresses, uh, this addresses even the issue you were discussing earlier about the U.S. bonds and the interest on the U.S. bonds. And this is a suggestion that would help save the U.S. dollar from complete collapse and deal with our debt. And that suggestion is this. We simply stop paying the interest on that portion, a portion of the U.S. debt, and that portion is the portion that's held by China. <laughs> now, of course, that is the dropping of a nuclear bomb in a financial kind of war. And yes. there's a lot of discussion about financial war. Mm. And also people might say, well, my gosh, you're going to destroy the U.S. Treasury bonds and so on. No, you give assurances to the rest of the world mm -hmm. that we are going to pay the interest on all of their bond debt held by all, all their sovereign nations. Uh -huh. And why do you do this? And what's the justification? We all remember in the late 80s and the late 1990s, financial war was waged against South Africa because of their apartheid regime. We simply declare China a pariah state. They are simply using slavery. They, they have active slavery. They use slavery in their economy. They're an aggressive colonizer through force. We've had hippies complaining for decades about what happened in Tibet. They're doing that in Nepal. They're trying to do in Nepal exactly what Russia is doing in Ukraine, just simply trying to take their land, claiming, oh, a bunch of these people are ethnic Chinese. So 
And one last thing to give you while you're you're preparing a response to that mm-hmm. idea. I've reviewed this idea with significant conservative economists, including Catherine Austin Fitz. And Catherine Austin Fitz actually agrees. So even if you think that's a great idea, I think you should discuss it with Carol at some point. But it is a significant idea. And just stop paying interest to China. Okay. Uh, well, let me start here again. Cold start on this. Um, you said what what they're doing in Nepal, just taking land. Russia's doing that, right? You said so. They're doing the same thing as Russia. Yeah, it's like an aggressive colonization where they just simply claim that they're not taking the land yet, but they're simply trying to claim that oh, we got a bunch of ethnic Chinese here. We have a right to control your country. Right, which Russia is trying to do. I'm just trying to find the boundary here because this is what we did with Swift, and that is giving us a a, a BRICS organization that is going to challenge the dollar uh, soon. And they're replace, replacing the SWIFT, something that America thought could never be done, the SWIFT payment uh, uh, system, which, you know, it does almost all the payments uh, internationally, globally, all over the world. Uh, at least it did. Now it's now, you know, now it's uh, going to be replaced in some nations because we took that away from Russia and others immediately said, well, if they can do that there. What happens if they get up on the wrong side of the bed and they think that, you know, they can do it to us as well? And they were all many of them, not all of them. Many of them were nations that, you know, we're not real positive about. Um, But if you say you're not going to pay the interest, a couple of things happen. You've broken a contract. We when we got into what new information do we have about China? Slaves. We knew that going in. That to me, if if I were uh, somebody going to a bank and I said, you know what, I just found out that you were, you know, uh, holding the money and maybe involved with the Jeffrey Epstein thing. So I'm not paying my interest to you. You know, where I'd be homeless. That's where I would be. Uh, And you can't just break these contracts you just cannot break a contract like that now if we're at war then maybe we do that but this would be an act of war what you're sort of making my argument for me glenn because the truth of the matter is is fine that's what those shots across the bow are with bricks these are shots across the bow of financial war and we have a dollar that is about to go to zero and if we don't do something that's what's going to happen and there so, is a realistic okay, so I, I, I don't want basis for what I've said. OK, about. hang on just a second. Hang on just a second. I don't want to get into an argument with you, but I do want to push back uh, a bit. Um, the first thing, if you want to save the dollar, the first thing you do is clean your own house up first. Before you say, I'm going to declare war on China, you would say, I'm going to declare war on uh, maybe we. We don't pay the salaries of everybody in Congress and in Washington because they're the ones that are tubing this, this and the Federal Reserve. Why would I go outside of my own borders first and cause a war with Russia when really I should clean out my own house first? I agree with you on those points. I do. Okay. But, you know, China's coming after us. 
So is the Federal Reserve. And they're firing shots across the bow. Now, I agree. This would be the dropping of a, a nuclear bomb in financial war. This would, this would be a full-on financial war against China, yeah. clearly. But the question becomes, are we headed that way? Oh, yes. Yes, we are. But I don't. I, I Look, they invade Taiwan. I would consider it. They, you know, uh, they get into war with us. I would absolutely do it. However, uh, I, I don't really want to be the one that drops the nuclear bomb uh, on China because I don't think the rest of the world would believe us. And the fastest thing we can do is get everybody dumping our uh, treasuries that they do hold. Then our dollar is over immediately. And China would convince half the world to do just that. Thanks for your call, Jeff. Seems to that we should be. There are differences in, in just not paying. I mean, full faith and credit is a big deal. And yeah. it, would, it would really rock the world economy and ours uh, really badly. But taking steps to the direction of being less economically tied to China uh, is, I think, the right way to move. Yeah, I think you saw you some of that with, with in the Trump administration. Yes, but you can't really do that um, at the uh, with the spending that we've had, even if Trump, you know, Trump is not a debt guy. He doesn't, but he's not bothered by debt. I am, but I buy into his theory to some degree. And that is, look, you, you cut your spending when you're at full earning power. Well, we're not even at full earning power. If we get rid of all of these things, we can create businesses. We can pay these bills and he's right. However, I'm not comfortable because it seems that only happens when we have certain people in um, and we just keep growing this debt. The first things that you you need to do is stop the accumulation of debt. I just don't you cannot clean out your you cannot clean out somebody else's house. It's like after, you know, in 2008, right before the crash. Our financial heads of all of our banks went over and lectured China on how you really need to run. You know, look, we have all the credibility. We, we know how to run, you know, the banking sector and loans and everything else. And we crashed. What an embarrassment. They laughed at us when we were there because they saw what was coming. Yeah, I, I will also say if we're going to do this with China, which I think is the right thing to do. One important get away from China. Get away from yeah, them. Not yeah. not his policy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I appreciate the uh, sentiment. Yes, but I mean, it, and if there's war, yes, maybe, maybe, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But moving away from from our economic ties with China is something that we should be pursuing. However, and this is something that you know we were talking about with the house race. You don't just do something, oh. right? You do something with a plan for what's going to replace it. And you better have a replacement for China because our entire way of life changes if we just cut them out completely right now. Everything changes. Might I suggest a, re a replacement for China? Uh, India. India is a, a, a country that has much, some familiarity, some friendliness to Western values. They at least, they loved us when Trump was in office. I mean, they yeah. were like, I mean, right. they, they loved us there. You have a, a, a large population, a real manufacturing base. We should be doing everything we can to encourage India to be moving the the right way for Western values as much yes. as we can control that with, yes. with with carrots. And then also, you know, encouraging to, uh, companies to do business with, com with countries like India that can actually give us a lot of the stuff that we're getting from China. 
but also in a way that makes a heck of a lot more sense. And obviously, American manufacturing is another big part of this, increasing that and everything else. But you're never going to replace China with American manufacturing completely. Some companies will be able to do it. Certain products you can help on. Certain things for defense purposes you should bring in internally more often. But when you're talking about wide-scale economic uh, pursuits, you got a country that's got over a billion people and they don't hate America. You know, like embracing them and helping them through their troubles is probably something we should be focusing on a little bit more. Uh, quickly, let me go to Diane in California. Hi, Diane. Good morning, Glenn. Happy Monday. Thank you. I have, I have a question without the, uh, without the normal argument that we hear that, oh my God, we'll never win another election. But why, what is it going to take to get the majority of the Republican Party, the 80 million people who voted for Donald Trump to leave this party and become independents. Why hasn't Donald Trump become an independent? We've allowed RFK to take over that aspect of the three-party system now. It's another Democrat, regardless of, you know, mm-hmm. all the nice things he says that people think are great, which he isn't. He's a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it going to take to leave these rhinos and... Um, never Trumpers and people that are feckless and refuse to fight for what we the people want. Like we want Jim Jordan. Uh, Every poll says that yet they're fighting us. What do we do to make that third party, the strongest party of all three? Well, I'm going to say something really unpopular. The last thing you do is start a third party three or four months or six months before this election. Uh, Mm. Do not vote for RFK. Do not. He is not uh, a constitutionalist. Mm -mm. He is a constitutionalist when he likes it. Um, When he thinks he can fool people who care about the Constitution. Yeah, he is really a dangerous candidate. So don't do anything uh, this time. But I will tell you, I I think, you know, when you've got a four-year ramp up, Donald Trump would have been would have been smart, I think, uh, if you can get enough uh, Democrats or sorry, enough Republicans to leave. Um, but it can't be about a person. It has to be about an idea. It has to be bigger than the person involved. Um, Donald Trump doesn't need a third party. He's winning by 40 points. Yeah. Right. Like, and, yeah. uh, you know, again, remember, Trump supported aggressively no. McCarthy. I right, like I so I don't I I understand that there's certainly different differences between rhinos and Donald Trump, a lot of them, but I mean this was his pick. He he harangued people on the House floor to vote for McCarthy. That was his pick, and so now he's well, supporting Jordan. I think Jordan would be an improvement over McCarthy. Huge, um, but huge. Trump is you know <laughs> huge. Um, I don't. First of all, Trump. It's hard to do it with a third party, which is one of the reasons why people continually fail at it, even when they have really high polls, you know, and there's a reason why Trump goes to the Republican Party, because that's where he he can win and the structure is already built. Correct. But that was at a time in 2016 where we got to take over the Republicans, those McConnell's and the dirty ones. They're never going to get out. They're never going to get out. They are going to continue to try to do everything they can for their little Rhinoville. Uh, I I am one that would love to see the big, not before an election, but the big uh, players in Washington. And I'd love it if you had a really, really conservative Republican, I mean, Democrat, but I can't find one. 
But people that would say, I'm leaving, I'm not playing this game anymore because I think the Republicans are so rotted from the inside, a lot of people would follow and get out. And, uh, and it, ha- it needs to happen. This. You've seen some of this. Happen. Yeah. I mean, people have gone, become independent, even if they're just voting for Republicans still, yeah. becoming an independent voter sends a message. All right. Back in just a second. As Israel faces a, a surge in violence, the global market response has been uh, swift and decisive. Investors are making a rush for the doors of safe haven assets, hedging their bets against growing geopolitical turbulence. And the appeal of assets like gold and U.S. Treasuries has strengthened the U.S. stock futures experiencing a dip could get bad. Uh, gold is shining a little uh, brighter right now. When risks surge around the world, there's a domino effect. And it's a flight away th- from things uh, that um, don't have real value and, and are tied directly to whatever's happening in the world. Gold is just always there. It's always been there. And its price will fluctuate, but it goes up as things become more terrible and more unstable. We're not immune to these things. Silver lining in this gold line already offers a ray of stability as the world spins out of control. Diversify your investments. This week, gold line has a golden opportunity. Produce a tube of quarter ounce gold Mayflower rounds and get a five pack of their popular two ounce silver maple flex bar for free don't wait fortify your financial future now goldline call them 866 goldline 866 goldline or goldline.com glenn back Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Just looking at what's happening with the uh, Speaker of the House. It's, uh, I mean, Jim Jordan has got to get every single Republican on board. Uh, and that's going to be very difficult. If, if you are living in a uh, district with a uh, weenie, wishy-washy Republican, you need to call them and very politely, without any threats, say there's going to be consequences at the ballot box. We, I and my group, we will do everything. We will raise money against you. Uh, we will uh, campaign against you. We will find your replacement. And we have a very long memory. Vote for Jim Jordan. Because if we don't, we're going to be forced into a, a compromise with the wishy-washy rhinos and the Democrats, and the Democrats are just, they're salivating for this. Again, I go back to, uh, you know, have a plan before you execute the guy who was at least stable. This is going to get very bad for the Republicans uh, and very bad for our side if they don't vote for Jim Jordan, because you will, in effect, give the Democrats all that power back. Congratulations. Uh, So call your congressman today. The Glenn Beck Program.